0: and do it over and over again this could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better so let's go what is up everybody
1: welcome back to another episode of the social media mindset podcast and this episode is different than any other because it's totally outside of the realm of, of any episode I've done so far. I am joined with a wonderful friend of mine that we actually live in the same city even though we're connected through Zoom right now. Ren Knight, Ren, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks Kyle, happy
1: to be here. And and so guys, here's the deal. Here's what you need to know and then I'm going to let Ren introduce yourself. So Ren and I, we have met through being a part of the same title company. Rin is is a, is a part of Lawyers Title. She represents all of Fort Worth. They gave her this big old city to just love on realtors, and and then I get to speak and teach classes for Lawyers Title, and so we've become super good friends. And and so give us give us the ninety second Cliff Notes version, Ren, of of who you are. And then what you're passionate about, and then we'll jump into telling everybody like what we're doing on this episode today.
2: Okay, great. Um, well, I always joke that I have the easiest job in the world. I get paid to talk. Thankfully, I'm decent at it. So um, I, I love helping people. Um, and that's really kind of why, you know, we're here today. My, my true passion outside of just helping realtors grow their business and be successful is um, is nutrition. Um, I really kind of just got into it when I was about 21 and I've just been living, you know, a really healthy lifestyle for, well, I guess I shouldn't tell you how long, because then five you know how old I am. For, for five <laughs> Many, many years. years, we'll say. But um, it's just a passion that has just grown and grown and grown. I've read hundreds, if not probably a thousand nutrition books by now. And So out of this passion and, and for helping people just became this desire to um, ultimately open an organic drive-through would be kind of my big goal. Yeah. Um, and that really is just solving a need in the marketplace. I talked to so many people that are, you know, on the go, they're, they're, they're either in their car all day for work, or maybe they, you know, they've got kids all day long they're, you know, of course now with, with COVID, probably a lot more people aren't working from home. But I, I think a lot of people still are like, gosh, if I just, you know, had something healthy to eat on the road. I mean, they're just, they're like, Ren, I want to eat healthy, but I've got to hit the window. And, right. and I, I do judge my closest friends. It's pretty funny. I'm like, are you ordering your food from a window right now? And they're like, oh, bad connection. <laughs>
1: Um, Wait, what? Um, excuse me. I can't hear
2: you. Yeah. And so, um, I just, again, really wanted to solve that need. And it's, it's more of just the, the, the vision is more of just kind of a healthier McDonald's. It's more of kind of a Starbucks meets a little natural grocers meets, uh, maybe a Chipotle, just something though, with a window where you could just, you know, get something healthy really quickly, or you could come in and, you know, use my wi and, and hang out all day. Um, yeah. and I would be open for like breakfast, brunch, lunch, but then the evenings, I would reserve that time for events. We could have cooking classes, meal prep nights, you know, teach people how to juice. Uh, we could watch a documentary together and talk about it. We can go through a book and kind of have like a little book club and really create a culture in a community around eating healthy, because there's just so much information out there. People get just so overwhelmed. They don't really know where to start. To just being a really, really great resource uh, for the community. So that's kind of my my big dream.
1: Yeah, and so the the way this this episode kind of unfolded was, I told you months ago, hey, I love your dream, and if I can do anything in my expertise to help you get closer to that, let's do it. And we found ourselves on on I guess a, a coaching call right? Not that long ago. And we were just talking through different things that you could start doing. And then I was like, can we just make this a podcast episode? Because this is, this is so fascinating because I believe, Ren, everyone has a dream, but most people shut it down before they ever give it the opportunity to sprout because it, there's so many layers and aspects to to what this is supposed to look like, and so, guys, I'm not. We're not going to talk about like should you be an LLC, should you be an S corp, should you right? Go Google that stuff. I, that's not my expertise. That is not Ren's expertise. And and so, what we're going to do on this episode is really talk about how do we begin to monetize our passions, because that's where they start. And so, Ren, talk to us first about like what have you been doing lately to just kind of begin to tap in to the, the passion for you that is nutrition?
2: Well, um, you know, just as with anything you're passionate about, it just, it just comes out of you, right? Whatever it may be, whether it be sports or your family, um, whatever you're passionate about, you're going to find yourself just naturally talking about in your everyday life, whether you really intend to or not. And so um, just in general conversation, nutrition seems to always come up. And uh, I did start a, a Facebook page, Organic Wren, a little self-plug there. And, yeah. but, you know, I do need to get more consistent with my my content with that, but I've started to put out some videos and, and stuff. But in my general just conversations with people, I've just been basically coaching people um, unintentionally where they're, hey, Ren, what about this? What about that? People will randomly be at Costco and they'll just literally send me a snapshot of a product and I'll give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down I love or, it. You know, or I'll tell them, oh, not- that's.
1: I did not do that today with my monster. <laughs>
2: here, I know I busted you. And so, yeah, I'll, people are like, oh, is this organic Ren approved? And, um, so I find myself just kind of coaching people again, completely unintentionally. It's just yeah. literally just flowing out of me where, um, I have friends saying, Ren, you have so much knowledge. You need to start coaching. And I'm like, well, I don't, even, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Um, And again, I probably just take it for granted because I live and breathe it every day. And it's just been part of my lifestyle. Whereas, you know, other people tell me, oh, my gosh, like you, again, have so much knowledge and you think it's just you think you expect everybody to know it, but they don't.
1: Yeah. And so let's let's go back a little bit, because I think, holy cow, was it three years ago that I made you an organic Ren logo in Canva? Just I on a whim, like, so. um, I just wanted to inspire you. And I was like, check this out. You're official. You have a logo. And and so guys, for, for those of you listening, I, I really do. I think for me, I'm motivated by things actually happening that become tangible that I can touch. And so when I see a logo begin to develop, it feels real to me. And so I would tell everybody, for, for any of you that are, that are listening to this, that you have a dream inside of you that you want to ultimately monetize to serve people, or, or maybe it's not monetizing, maybe it's a nonprofit, go, go create a logo. Keep it simple. When you're rich, Ren, you're going to ditch the trash logo that I made for you, and you're going to go pay some you know big fancy company to make you a new logo, and, and that's going to be great, but we've got to take that baby step first to, to actually do something. And, and then what you did is you started a Facebook group. You, you're still not exactly sure what all you're going to put in there, but we're going to talk through some of that. Cause I have a ton of ideas as I, as I tend to have, uh, may not be good, but I'm going to say them anyway. And, and so help us like, what does the nutritional journey look like? Because you have clients already You just don't look at them that way because they don't pay you yet. So it's really more like friends with nutritional benefits is is really what what it comes down to. And and so what are the different things that you're helping people do that we can then begin to break down and try to figure out, like, how do we position that into an opportunity to to make money?
2: So to understand your question, Kyle, you're asking what are what am I helping people with specifically right now? Yeah.
1: The- yeah. Well Like what would be the different, if we, if we looked at like the pillars of nutrition, right? So there might be meal planning, there's accountability there, there might be, you know, just is, is this good or bad? Yes or no. Right. Like what would those, those different pillars? Potentially- well, I
2: would say just on a very broad scale, very, you know, in general, I would say, you know, diet, which of course, there's a lot of subcategories inside that, but sure. it's diet, it's exercise, it's um, supplementation, it's sleep, and it's stress or stress management. So I would say stress, sleep, supplementation, diet, exercise, those would be kind of the main pillars. Okay. And then within that, of course, I could go way deep with diet as far as even just kind of the you know, the macronutrients and micronutrients and your water intake. And there's just right. a lot that falls inside that. Of course. Yeah,
1: of course. So, so then here I, I want to, so we don't, you know, we could do a 20 hour podcast, just truly like deep diving into every single aspect of, of this. Right. Um, especially when the person's passionate that that we're doing this with, which, which you 100% are. And so let, let's talk about content for the for a moment. What are you? What What are you currently putting out there from a content perspective? When you're putting content out?
2: Oh gosh, it's so random. Um, I, oh, I, I probably the better answer to that would be what would I like to put out? Okay. Um, I, I I read a lot of nutrition books. In fact, I just went on a vacation and joke that most people take a little, you know, fiction novel with them. I took a a nutrition book with me and read that the whole time on the beach. In fact, I had already read the book, but I was rereading it. Um, and so I would say probably book reviews would be one of the things that I could, you know, a lot of people are going to sit down and read a big nutrition book, but if I can create a little bit of a cliff notes version for them and take some of the highlights out and really kind of, you know, try to encourage people with that, um, and product reviews as well. I also one of the unique things that I think I bring to the table is I'm a really frugal person. I kind of grew up with nothing, and yeah. every penny I have, I worked. I've worked very hard for, and so I hate overpaying for anything. Um, I, it. I shop at yeah, I shop at multiple health food stores, but I don't go out of my way to do it because, in you know, you don't want to get a good deal, but you spent all your gas money and time to get there. So I do have a little method to my madness as far as that goes. But um, I feel like I have a little bit of a niche for also helping identify like the best products at the best price. I love it. So um, yeah. Okay. So I kind of, I'll, I'll, you know, put out, I'll take a picture of a, an item at a store that has a great price and be like, Oh my gosh, the Kerrygold butter's on sale at Kroger. Go get it. So. Stuff
1: like that. I love that. And, and that could fall into a, you know, cause you said it earlier. And so what I love is doing something that that's always called like, you know, rent approved. Yeah, and what does that look like? It can look like anything, right? It's, it it could be a rent-approved book. It could be a rent-approved food. It could be a rent-approved water. It it, right. I mean, it it could be seven or eight different types of things, because you already said earlier, right? We in any new business, we have to ask ourselves like, what what value am I bringing to the table for the consumer? a lot of people where they struggle is they, they just talk about what they like without really considering, is this what my people need? Mm-hmm. Because that's awesome if you love rating gym equipment. But if that doesn't benefit the consumer daily, that's a super, super tiny group of people that are going to give two craps about that, right? So you said earlier People will just text me pictures of foods and ask me if this is a you know if this is rent approved, and so that's always the best place to start because you're already being asked those things. Does that make sense?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so for our listeners that, that that listen to my show, right, most of them are in real estate, which is is our world that that we live in every day, and so guys. I hope you're you're able to take in this conversation and, and understand like where the value is in this for your real estate business, for your mortgage business, for your title business. Because we've got to start giving people what they're they're asking for. Problem is most of the time we don't know. Because we haven't paid close enough attention. Right. And and so, you know, rent approved would be would be huge. Um something else that that I was thinking about was uh obviously leveraging Facebook live all the time to to be able to jump in and you know do a uh, like I watched a random video the other the other night on TikTok about overnight oats. And I thought my first thought was I wonder if this is for real healthy. I'm an ass wren. Right? So what if you had like a MythBusters part of your content where you took things that as the world were like, uh, duh, of course that's healthy. And you're like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> right. And then you could also flip it right. And go guys, bacon gets a bad rap, but there's actually pieces of it that, that, you know, that like, it's a good fat. I don't know. Right. Um, What what about that? Would that be? I like that 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 idea.
2: Idea, and I do love bacon, by the way.
1: Oh, good, me too. So see, (laughs) I'm not. See, we relate sometimes.
2: (laughs) I'm not going to poo-poo bacon.
1: (laughs) So when when we start doing this, right now, are you? How often are you posting in your group?
2: Well, so I do have a specific group around fasting. Um, I have a program that I, I did with a few people um, with a specific type of fast. But okay. um, I, as far as like my, my organic ren Facebook page, I set it up as like a business page. Um, I, I've done a few posts and I've done a few videos, but it's been very sporadic. Okay. So I don't have, um, I find that like, because I want to do Facebook live, I've learned some things from you along the way. And yeah. I know that that you know, garners more engagement, even if you only have one or two people watching at the time, Facebook values that more. So at the end of the day, when they push it out and they say organic REM was live, you know, you're going to get more exposure that way. But I find myself thinking of great ideas, but then, oh, my um, (laughs) hair and makeup isn't done. Not that I wear a lot of makeup, you know that, but I just... You know, there are times where you're like, oh, I just worked out and I'm all sweaty and gross and, yeah. um, or, you know, you're just not in the right or might, might be in the car and I just, or I'm in the middle of a work day or, you know, I just sometimes can't seem to get on right when I want. And then when I, yep. you know, it's just, it's that timing of really, I haven't really figured out a good way to kind of time block okay. as far as when I have my creative thoughts that come to me. And then when I'm actually, you know, carving so- out time to do it.
1: So a couple things because you're normal in this, right? We all feel this way. So my, my first tip is give yourself reason to show up as you are, right? Which means if you're sweaty from the gym, talk about that at the beginning of the video, right? If people know you just went to the gym, now they don't wonder why are you so sweaty? I think we make it weird because I could be drenched in sweat, probably not from being at the gym. I don't go there very often, but just from like walking upstairs, maybe. And then people are like, dude, why are you breathing heavy? If we don't tell people what's going on, we leave their minds to run completely wild. And I want to control the narrative of my video. I don't want them to control it. So just call it out. I did a video earlier this week. I was super sweaty because we've been moving into a new house. So I didn't try to pretend like I'm in my office working because that's not real. I'm literally picking up heavy boxes and moving them into a truck. And so I told people that. So I think that that would be huge for you to just let people know why you are the way you are and then just get into your content. And no one cares, but you'll feel better because you're not left wondering, oh, do you think they know that like, I don't have any makeup on. Like, tell them why you don't, and then just keep going. It's it's a powerful way to move through the through the content without getting stuck on. I hope they don't notice.
2: So I could even say something like, "Hey guys, I'm going to apologize at front. I just rolled out of bed, but I could not, I could not not share this. This is literally what came to my mind right now, and I just have to share it yeah. while fresh.
1: Well, and or even take it a step further you're going to share something about your morning routine. So why would you share something about your morning routine at 2 PM when you feel really pretty? (laughs) Right? Like, doesn't, I mean that, that, that kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to help someone with. Yeah. And so I want people to experience this moment inside of what I'm trying to teach them. And, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's how I do it. Uh, That's why I, I love to tell realtors, When you finish showing a house, get back in your car. And before you drive off, go live right there from the front seat of your car. Talk about a conversation you had with the buyers you were showing the house to. And it all makes sense inside of this moment, as opposed to waiting, hoping that by the time your kids go to bed and it's 9 p.m. that you still feel up to doing a video. Probably not. Right. So it's just being present in that moment. The, mm-hmm. the second thing that, that I think for you that needs to happen is it's good that you have a business page because you, you need to have one, but you need, you're never going to grow organically, no pun intended, organic Ren through a business page unless you're giving Facebook a lot of money. Right. Cause that's their money maker. They're a bajillion dollar company because we run ads. And so I have 2,700 followers on my Coach Kyle page, and I could post something today and get one like. So we get incredibly disheartened when we spend most of our time on our business pages because we get no traction. And then we go, why am I doing this? Why am I posting reviews about food, reviews about books? Like why am I even doing this if I'm gonna get one like every time? So you need a group.
2: Okay, I was gonna say because a question. So what I've been doing, and tell me, I guess, what you think about this is Yeah, I'll I'll put it on my organic Ren page, but then I push it out. I share it like I like Ren Knight as a person uh-huh. shares organic wren's post. So I, yeah. I push all of it out to my my sphere within my personal page.
1: So there there's nothing wrong with that. You're just not going to get as much traction because again, right? We have to understand how Facebook works. Organic Wren, the business page, is where they hope to take a bunch of money from you. So when you share it to your Ren Knight personal page, do you think Facebook wants you to be successful that way? No, you're bypassing paying the money. So I'm- They're going to
2: punish me for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, punish isn't the right word. They're going to suppress it, right? They're, they're, they just know, hey, this business page just shared to the personal page. We're just going to kind of kill the algorithm and not let very many people see it. Uh, So you're (laughs) better off posting it to the business page and then doing a separate post to the personal page.
2: So the separate post would not, it would just basically be like, hey, I just did an organic
1: run video, like check out my page? Uh, it could be How'd, that way. Uh-huh. Usually, you know, so let's take it back to real estate just because we know that's our audience. What, what I encourage people to do is post it on the business page, right? If somebody's want to share a listing, share a listing on the business page in your business language, very professional, very business-like, but then recreate the post on your personal page but use a language as if you're sitting at a table with your girlfriends because that's that audience, right? So you're not trying. There's the, one of the biggest misconceptions with Facebook is we think we need to go get people to like our business page when it doesn't really matter, right? You've probably liked my coach Kyle page, but you're also my friend on Facebook. So you're Mm -hmm. probably just going to see more of my personal content than you're ever going to see my business content. So I'd rather just give it to you in two unique ways, as opposed to always try to force you to go see it on the business page. And we're doing this because as this grows, right, as organic rent takes traction, strangers are going to find your business page. So we don't want to neglect it, right? Because over time, there will be value there. Mm -hmm. but we also don't want to overlook all of our friends because we never end up posting anything on our personal page. And, And then what I would be doing is this week, you're going to create a private Facebook group if you don't already have one. And then from time to time, you're going to give a tip on your personal page. And then you're going to say, guys, if you want more tips on healthy living, healthy eating, right? you need to make sure that you're, you've joined my Organic Grin Facebook group. Okay. So then we're getting people into that private group, right? That's my, I have that private group that, that is is now called Social Media Mindset. I put unique content in that group that I don't put everywhere else to drive traffic into that group.
2: So what's the benefit of having the group?
1: the The benefit of having the group is way more people are going to see it because Facebook knows they chose to join that group. And then you don't have to walk the tightrope of, am I annoying my friends with all this health stuff? Right? Like, do I want to be like the health Nazi that just like every one of my friends is like, I'm not even going to post my, my burger anymore because Ren's going to show up and be like, really a burger. Right? So the, the, the freedom in a group comes from, I can be all social media all the time. That's what my group is for. They don't care about the fact that I have a wife. They don't care about my kids. They don't care about, you know, me as a, they are there to grow their social media presence. And so it's 100% of all, all the time about that. When you have them in your group, you know, for a fact, they're there to have, have a better healthy lifestyle. Period.
2: So that way I could do really an unlimited number of videos and posts and just, I could kind of throw up on them all day long with all my organic rent stuff. And I'm not basically overloading that type of content on my overall page. Right.
1: Now we're not going to do that, right? Because we've got to space out our stuff and we don't want to just vomit on people all the time um, for multiple reasons, physically and verbally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but yes, 100%, we, we, want it, we want the freedom to be who we're, we want to be in that group, right? That's why for a realtor that loves mountain biking, go get in a group about mountain biking where you can talk all about mountain biking and you can post the trail that you went to on Saturday and you can ask people for what trails did they go to. And now you're stimulating conversations around a passion, if they just put that on their personal Facebook page, most people probably wouldn't even care because they're not into mountain biking. So we're, we're, we're choosing to niche down by creating these groups.
2: So then how often, and you might, this might be your next thing that you talk about, but I guess then as it relates to the Facebook, my private Facebook page, and then a private Facebook group, how often should I be posting things
1: Um, as far as, you know, how many videos should I be doing and then how many posts? Yeah. So as far as how many videos go, I, my goal is to get people to one a week, you know, and that's just period. If that's on your personal page, great. If it's on your business page, great. If it's in the group, great. But just get in the habit of doing at least a video a week. Um, as far as frequency goes, your business page is the least valuable. So, you should be posting once a week to your business page, just keeping it relevant enough so that if someone finds it, they're not like, oh, is this page still active or is this old, right? But if you're posting every day there, you're just wasting your your time. So once a week to the business page and then I would be active every day in either the personal page or the group. And it could be that you do a post every day on both. It could be that you post three times a week on your personal page, three times a week in the group. Sometimes you might post in the group and share it into your personal. Sometimes I'll do a video on my personal and share it into my group. I did that this morning. And so, you know, you don't have to feel the pressure to every day be posting, but... We, we need to, we need to for sure be active daily in some capacity, even if that just means you're commenting on people's stuff.
2: So question then if, because I know with the business page, you can schedule out your posts. Can you yeah. do that with a personal or no. a group?
1: Yeah. No, you can't. And you don't want to. I, and there's, there's all sorts of opinions and I'm going to make people mad with what I'm about to say. Cause a lot of my good friends Part of their programs are schedulers. And that's okay. We're all different. I am not a fan of scheduling anything because it takes you out of the moment. And to me, the moment is the most powerful part of this whole process. Because I want you posting about how bad something is for you in the moment when your friend texts you and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people don't know this. Like Mm -hmm. that's when I want you to post it, not you scheduled that for a week from now and you've kind of lost the punch of, of the moment. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. And so is, is it more work? Yes. But is it more valuable? 100%. And and so that's just my take. If somebody says, Kyle, you just don't get it. I'm super busy. I need to use scheduler. Cool. Use scheduler. I don't care. You're allowed to do it but it doesn't benefit the group and it doesn't benefit the personal page because Facebook won't allow those to be scheduled for the exact reason is they don't want those to also feel like a business page.
2: That makes sense.
1: Okay. Um, the, the other thing I was going to say is as you, as you begin to post more, I would pay someone and you could do this yourself. I'm just a big fan of paying people that are better than me to do things pay someone to create social media templates for you. So for example, you could go to Fiverr and you could jump on, if you don't know Fiverr, F-I-V-V-E-R. And it's a freelance web, you know website where people will build websites. People will do graphics. People will make videos. They'll do anything. And, or you could call a local designer. I know tons of them. If anybody listening wants one, I have plenty that are awesome that I could send to you. But I just paid one of, one of my people today. No. Yeah, I did. I paid her today because she made 10 templates for one of my clients. So now when you want to post something, you don't have to go, Ugh, I don't know if I have time to create this whole thing. You already have a template. You plug in the picture of the, of the broccoli You, you, there's already a white box at the bottom where you're going to type in fun fact about broccoli, blah, 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 blah. And so now you're making graphics in seconds because somebody already built the templates out for you. (laughs) This will free your mind to be creative because you're not getting stuck at the part that you're currently not good at. And it will unlock everything for you.
2: Okay. Um, okay. Another question for you. So okay. sometimes I think too, about like, um, I want to share when I'm cooking for dinner, but I don't yeah. want to make it like this super long video where you're having to wait for me to cook. And I don't know how people, I don't know if they're reels. I don't know enough about like on all the stuff yeah. I see on social media, you know, they're like, they're making it faster where yep. they're like chopping up the stuff. And then, you know, then in a minute you can see, Oh, there's dinner. I don't know how to do that. I mean, Facebook live. I don't want you just sitting there watching me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, What's the best way to go about
1: doing that? I don't think there's a best way. I think there's an every way. Um, I think there's value, right? There's plenty of cooking shows where we watch them cook. And they talk, right? They entertain while they cook. You can do the same thing. Let us feel like we're sitting across the bar from you in your kitchen. And you're cooking dinner for me. And of course, if I was in your apartment right now, we would be talking while you're cooking right? You can do the same thing. It's just a one-sided conversation and it takes a little getting used to, but you'll, you'll get the hang of it and it'll be really fun. For reels, you just need to go find Pete. like you could go to YouTube right now and go, 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 go search. How do I do a cooking reel? And you're gonna find a thousand videos of people going, let me show you how to use reels to, to show people what you're making. And 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 they're gonna teach you how to do what are called like jump cuts, and you show the broccoli being pulled out of the bag, and then it's the broccoli getting chopped up, and then it's the broccoli getting oil drizzled on it, and then it's salt and peppered, right? And then it's saute, right? And it'll it'll run through that whole thing in like 10 seconds, right? And so when we don't know how to do something, we go to YouTube, right? That like it's 2021. We just can't say, I would have done this. I just don't know how we just can't say anymore. And I say it all the time, right? I would eat healthier. I just don't know how I literally go to YouTube and search. How do you eat healthier? And there'll be a bajillion videos there to teach me that everything is, is, is at our fingertips. You just have to be committed to sucking it first. Mm-hmm. knowing you're going to get better knowing isn't that going to be a cool video style to do at the at your organic ran restaurant one day? And so let's go ahead and learn now while you're just one person so that when you're an, a legit company you already kick butt at it. And and we just progress through, right? Um that, that I mean that's how I've learned everything that I've ever taught anyone is just seeking answers and then tweaking it to make sense for me.
2: Mm -hmm. So are you a fan of also doing kind of longer videos on YouTube and then, you know, directing people from your Facebook page to watch them?
1: Yeah, 100%. Long videos are great for YouTube, but, but you don't have to. So that I see, I love that we're doing this live like this because there's just questions that you'll ask because you don't know that I'll forget to tell people. So, we we have this weird thing where you're gonna start you have a you have organic run Facebook and then you're gonna have organic run Instagram and then you're gonna have organic run TikTok and then you're gonna have organic run YouTube and then you're gonna have organic and we're like oh let's just put all of my content everywhere but if you put all of your content everywhere I don't need to follow you all those places so. You want to have things on YouTube that aren't on Facebook because I want you to have to go to YouTube. But if I share every YouTube video on Facebook, why in the world would I go subscribe to your YouTube channel if I'm already Facebook friends with you? So I want people going, dude, I didn't see that video last week. Well, yeah, because I, I didn't put it on Facebook. Oh, you didn't? Where is it on YouTube? Boom. I just picked up a subscriber. Right? So so we want to be intentional about just not putting everything everywhere. Let your TikTok be your TikTok. Do fun TikTok things. Don't feel like all of them have to get shared over to Facebook because that's where you know you have more people today. We've got to give things some space to grow and, and be in this for the long haul, not you're trying to be famous tomorrow. So let's throw up everything everywhere. That's, that's how I look at it.
2: So you would maybe do like a 30 minute YouTube or whatever, and then even just take a minute. Could you take, would you take a minute of that video and then throw it on Facebook as a teaser?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You could do 30 minutes would probably be long. You know, you just, you have to be really good at video to carry 30 minutes. And most people aren't unless they do video all the time. Um, so I would do, let's say you do a 15 minute cooking video and a part, I don't know why I'm like fixed on broccoli right now. Um, (laughs) Lana just got, maybe maybe we're going to, maybe we're eating broccoli tonight and uh, I'm just already speaking it into existence. But (laughs) so imagine you do, you do a 15 minute video about what you're cooking for dinner, but, but you take just the broccoli part and you, you go, Hey, You want to know the best way to do broccoli? Check out this 90 second clip from, from my dinner last night. And so now we're putting a unique piece of content on Facebook or Instagram that we tell them this was an excerpt from my, my dinner video so that hopefully they'll watch that and then go seek out the other one on YouTube. So we're, so we're still giving unique content to different places. 100%. Like that's, it's huge. And you already spent time doing the 15 minute video. So why not create additional pieces of content from what you already spent time on?
2: Mm-hmm. And that's where you, um, you call it content compounding,
1: right? Yep. And guys, we did not, I did not ask her to do this. Okay. <laughs> this is not, I know this is my podcast and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm allowed to do whatever I want, but I do not sell in my podcasts. So Ren did that all by herself. I just want to throw this out there, but yes, that's what this is called. Okay. Content compounding. That's what I call it. It's, it's just micro content, right? And when this episode releases, there's going to be clips that are shorter than the episode was. It's micro content. We're, we're taking bite-sized chunks from, from longer pieces. And it, and it's powerful when we do it that way. Um, so there's there's one other thing that I want to talk about that we'll we'll talk about real fast because we're we're running low on time. Monetizing relationships. This is where you're at, right? You and I have spent time talking about this. And you you have people that you coach right now, but you don't charge them any money. Correct. And so so tell the listeners, like what is your problem? Like what struggle are you having right now (laughs) with transitioning someone from free to paid?
2: Well, I guess part of it is um, I don't have a clear structure as far as what my offering would be.
1: Okay. Um,
2: You know, I don't know. I guess I need to just,
1: you do. do I, just would argue you. That you, <laughs> I would argue that you already have it and I'll tell you why in a sec, but but continue. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. I guess when you've never charged for something that you're passionate about, you don't yeah. think of it as, again, I don't think of it as like, I, I'm almost like not worthy of charging, you know, like I don't yeah. have any, I don't have a nutrition degree. I don't have any letters behind my name. And it's just something that, you know, I've just been passionate about for years and happened to learn a lot. So I don't, I guess I don't know what, kind of price to put on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about it. So first we no longer live in a world where anybody cares if a degree exists or not. Now, maybe if like I break my arm and I'm, I have to have surgery on it, probably want a doctor with a degree. Right. Uh, but when it comes to what we do for a living, which is sales in real estate, and then for what we've been talking about on this episode, your organic Ren brand, people want results. And if you're delivering results to people, who gives a crap if, if you went to school for it? You're doing the work. And, and so that, that is such a self-limiting belief that we allow to sneak in and convince us that we're not worthy of this. When you're already doing the work that the 19-year-old is going to school right now to hope to do one day, you're doing it already, right? And you've got experience on them. I, won't, I was about to say how many years experience you have, but I didn't because I'm not going <laughs> to out you like that because uh, we're friends and I want, us, I want us to stay that way. So, so we've got to let go of that right when when i when i started teaching facebook classes 7 years ago now what what god made very clear to me was Kyle if if you know 1% more than the room you always have something to give and that is just that's that's what has allowed me to do what i do today i'm not certified in anything i haven't won any awards i just know people and i get results And that's all people care about. So we're gonna throw that out, okay? The the second thing is you said, I just don't know what it would look like. But 30 minutes ago on this podcast, you told me that the five pillars of what you do is diet, exercise, supplementation, sleep, and stress management. That's literally the five pillars of your coaching program. And you could even tell your clients, right? As you're developing this, here's the deal. Trying to do all five pillars at once is impossible. So of these five, which pillar do you believe is, is the one that matters the most to you right this second where you need to get the greatest results? And that might be how you initiate every, every client relationship that you have. And, and because inside of that, right? Because you said it earlier, I know diet's big. We could talk about water. We could talk about this. We could talk about that, right? So you essentially could have a coaching program inside of each of the pillars so that you can really niche down the way you're trying to serve each of your clients. Then you could have workshops based around each of the pillars that you use as lead generation opportunities to get in front of new people, you do them in person. As the as the country opens up more and more, you do them through Zoom, right? And and so this is your this is your program. It it already exists in a in a skeleton form, right now. You just have to you just have to believe it, because you already told it to me, and I and I think it's awesome, right? Then, and, and here's, here's what's fun about coaching. You have to decide how much money you want to make. One-on-one coaching is, the, is, is one way to do it. Group coaching is another. Group coaching will always allow you to make more money because you can get 10 people to pay you and you talk at the same time to all of them. As opposed to one-on-one, it might be a bigger chunk of money but you only get to dedicate yourself to one person at a time. So it limits your ability to grow. So I would, if I were coaching you, I would say, I think one-on-one coaching is the best way to start because it will allow you to grow revenue quickly. But then over time, I would transition into more group coaching so that instead of giving 20 hours a week to 20 clients, you're giving an hour a week to 20 clients. And now you're scalable and you can do a whole lot more with your time.
2: Obviously you would charge much less per hour, if you will, you know, for group coaching, than you would online or one-to-one. So
1: in theory, that makes sense. But what, what I'm watching happen, this is what I'm doing for myself. The better I get at what I do, I'm making I'm, I'm making my group coaching that I'm launching next month. It's going to be more expensive than I've ever charged for one-on-one because of how vast it is and how much I'm teaching because of what I've done for the last seven years. So at first, yes, you're going to probably charge more for one-on-one, but three years from now, you might charge double for group coaching what you ever charged for one-on-one because you you've elevated to that level.
2: You kind of earned that basically.
1: Kind of, yeah, you have, but then here's the other part of this, Ren, is that I remember, I'll never forget. I used to love basketball cards when I was little. And I remember I was laying in our living room, I'm probably 6th grade, and I'm opening a pack of of basketball cards and I pulled a Michael Jordan jersey card. And at the time, that that card was worth like $2,000. Wow, And I mean, I thought I was a millionaire, right? Seventh grade, $2,000 card. And, and I'll never forget. I was like, dad, I have a $2,000 card. And my dad said, son, he said, it doesn't matter how much that magazine says it's worth because it's worth how much you can get somebody to pay. So even though that book says it's $2,000, if you can't get somebody to pay more than $600, it's not worth $2,000. It's worth $600. And, and I love that story because that's how we should decide how much we charge for our coaching. Go get what you believe you can get. If you think you can charge $300 an hour to coach someone, go try. Right? When you, you're telling me before we, hit, before we hit record that one of your current coaching clients was like, hey, I, I don't even know what to tell people like, that I want to refer to you because I don't know, like, how much are you going to charge for this? Literally just pick a number, 100, 200, 50. And, and let people, let them dictate what, what they believe you're worth. And, and that's, that's the only way I know how to do it because just like you, I started teaching classes for free. And I'll never forget when I got paid a hundred dollars to teach a class. And I was like, what? This is incredible. I have arrived. I've made it. Now I look back and it's hilarious, (laughs) but we're all on this journey. Right. And, and so you've got to go get what you believe you're worth. And if you think you're worth X, and then you say that to someone and they're like, no way then either they're not your client or you consider coming down.
2: Now you would do that based on an hour or would you charge a monthly? And that would include a certain amount of time.
1: However you want to do it. Currently for me, I charge an hourly rate for one-on-one coaching. And then I tell people you can pay up front for four. If you want to do every week, you can pay me for two. If you want to do two, we'll just pay as you go. Right. You get to decide how you want that to flow because it's your business. And and so there, there's a ton of ways to do it. I have plenty of friends that are coaches that, that they say, I'm 250 bucks an hour. We meet every week, it's $1,000 a month. You know, you pay me $1,000 in one lump sum, I charge 250 an hour too, but I just take it as we go. So it's not this way's better, that way's better, whatever. You just pick the way that works for you. And, and what I would consider doing room for you is for, for the, the couple people that you're coaching for free, if you feel comfortable enough, I would just ask them, Hey, if I were to charge, like what, what would you be willing to pay for this? Like how much is this, how much value is this brought to your life? Mm -hmm. What would it be worth?
2: How much do you think this coaching is worth?
1: You know, and, and again, if they say $50, like you can't let their answer dictate whether you're awesome or not. Right. Well, anytime we ask people's opinion, we've always got to, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but, but that Ah. might be a great starting point. Mm -hmm. And, and then go from there. Um, I, I would say, you're worth twice as much as the number. If I made you say a number out loud right now, which I won't, you're, twi- you're worth twice as much as that. So double that number and start there is what I would say. Because you're, you're literally, like people pay me to help them on social media. People should be paying you to add years to their life. Right. Like, so we can't, we can't act like, like we're the same. Right. Like, like coaching someone through elongating their life is the same as helping someone be better at Facebook Live. It, it, it's, it's not the same. Right. So, so don't, don't undervalue what you're doing because there's also something, right, where we'll lowball ourselves. And, and I've literally had people say this to me when I raised all my prices and I had a lump in my throat the first couple of times I had to say it out loud. And I'd say, yeah, if you want me to speak, it's $2,500. And I'd be like, Oh, did I just say that? out Oh my gosh. And, and I've literally have people say, I love that you're not cheap, but if I would have said I'm 150 bucks, people would go, Oh, so you're not very good at this. Is that, (laughs) <laughs> right. So we've just got to remember, like if I said, Hey, Ren, I've got a refrigerator that I want you to buy. And you're and you'd say, Oh, okay, cool. How much is it? And I'm like hundred dollars. <laughs> you probably wouldn't want that refrigerator <laughs> because we know in our head what a good refrigerator costs. So we've got to weigh that as we begin to develop the the pricing structure that we set for things.
2: You just gave me a thought. I should go look at what other coaches in my field are charging.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, go go look at, at what they're doing, jump on their website, even secret shop them. You know, sign up for for a free course that they're doing. You know, th- this is a great way to get an idea, get a peek under the hood of what other people are doing. Not because you want to knock it off, but because you just want more awareness about what's going on around you. It's powerful. Awesome. All right. Well, we could, we could keep going. This is already the longest episode I've ever recorded on my podcast. Uh, but I think it was worth it because I thought this was great. This is awesome. So Ren, tell everybody before we jump off, this will be in the show notes. How do people connect with you?
2: So my personal Facebook page is Ren Knight with a K. And it's just R-E-N. Yep. And my organic Ren Facebook is just simply organic wren, all one word. And I also have an organic wren Instagram, but um okay, I'll I'll give you I am in my 40s. <laughs> so my generation she said it. I did, I know. I have over 20 years' experience. We'll say that. But um You know, I guess with my generation, I was on Facebook first. And so I was just a really late adopter for Instagram. Like I've I've had an Instagram account since it came out, but I've never really become really comfortable with it. So I I think I have like four videos on Instagram and three are probably of my dog.
1: So that's four more than a lot of realtors have (laughs) that listen to this show.
2: But it's funny because I named it organic rent. I've had organic rent at gmail.com. I've had that for over 20 years. Um, and it. so my Instagram is Organic ren, but
1: you know. So I guys just, go follow her because this is going to be the next big thing. We're going to see Organic Wren drive throughs showing up. And I expect to get at least a discount of some sort <laughs> when I'm there.
2: But I will not be selling monster drinks, just so you know
1: that's fine. I'll drink your, you know, dirt water or whatever you're going to serve, <laughs> whatever you're going to serve to people.
2: You can um, come get some dandelion detox tea.
1: <laughs> it sounds delicious. I can't wait to add a lot of sweet and low to that so that I will like it.
2: No.
1: <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the social media mindset podcast. Thank you to my guest, Rin. We'll be back soon with another really cool person with an amazing story. See y'all next time.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, Please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.